Neil, Neil feel confused. Neil feel torn by Neil friends. Neil friends having doing things Neil not know about. Neil, um, uh, so, all right. Well, guys, as you all know, I'm a comedian. <laughs> um, I, at, at the comedy store, I, uh, I feel as a comedian, I feel like a Muslim after 9-11. I feel uh, <laughs> I, did I go to, did I go to flight school with Muhammad Anna? Yeah. Same flight school. Did I see him at flight? Yes. Did we text? Yep. Have I been to Muhammad Atta's house? Nope. Um, but I'm not, it's, you know, I'm not going to say me and Chris aren't friends or weren't friends. And in terms of, um, like, there's no fire, but I'm, I, I'm choking on uh, of, of smoke inhalation. There's a lot of smoke and, um, and so the thing comes out, I see Dalia trending on Twitter and it says that, and it says Chris Dalia pedophilia. And I'm like, so I look at, at this point, there's two screenshots. Neither of them say anything. It's like a porn where they go, uh, this guy fucks his stepmom, but there's no proof that it's his stepmom. It's like. You're um, not related. Just, yeah. Like, you don't... I mean, guys, come on. Stepmom, there'd be more tension. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I look. There's two screenshots. So, I go on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, um, I don't... I'm, I detest predators, but if you have information about Chris doing these things... Show show them to me, and I'll give money to charity. Um, and and I was like, until then, don't call him a pedophile, right? And a bunch of people told me to take it down. People, a lot of people, maybe even Bianca said, don't even post it. But maybe guys, I'm, I'm a fucking I'm a maverick, guys. I do what I want when I want. I'm like a young Chris D'Elia. Now, <laughs> wait, um, why? Can you take me through exactly why post? that like why insert yourself into the story i'll tell you why because bianca um without getting too specific i just went through stuff where i did not feel amply defended by people and uh and uh i wanted so here's whenever there is an accusation i follow the uh uh instagram Innocence Project and on Twitter, I follow both. And the Innocence Project is about people that are falsely accused who get convicted uh, and are uh, sentenced and they're in jail. And then somebody recants or they get a blood test and it proves they didn't do it. And there are hundreds of these uh, every year, if not thousands of these. There's death row inmates that have been falsely, that have, there's like something like five that they're positive were were uh killed uh 
uh, illegally and, and wrongly. So as a, I feel like I have two constituents. One group is women of which I have many friends and the other group is black men, which I have many friends. So I kind of have to pick when there's an accusation of, huh, who am I going to, who am I going to turn my back on here? Right. So when I see a false accusation, no one likes this argument. But what I said was, um, I have an old man phrase. You ready? Maybe I said it on the podcast. Do we have a, do we have a song for old man phrases? The old man phrase is, if a white man sneezes, that means a black man's going to get pneumonia. <laughs> meaning, meaning, like, if it's like what a friend always says, if they'll do this to a white man, what the fuck will they do to a black man? Like, pray right. for the black man. If they're going to, if they start accusing people without proof, that's not going to work out for the low, it all runs downstream. So again, right. to women, I say, believe all, yes, you say believe all women, but then Azalea Banks says she fucked Dave three weeks ago. Not her? I uh, know. And you're rolling your eyes a little bit, but like, I don't know. No, I'm not rolling my eyes, okay. Neil. All right. All right. Um, you just, I, you're rolling your eyes at Azalea Banks, maybe. Um, maybe. I'm listening. Um, and, uh, and... So like, you know, uh, so that's the choice I make. So the choice I make is watch a friend get stomped mm. or uh, watch a friend get stomped and live up to a principle of innocent until proven guilty or uh, turn my back on women. Flip a coin, everybody. Because <laughs> I don't, don't want to be either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do either. In that instance, I guess I turn my back on women. What I've come to in the, in the, yeah, go ahead. I was just thinking like, is there, is there a way you do that where you don't, where you aren't involved? Like you aren't publicly involved in the Twitter aspect of it. Is there a way to just, I don't know. Just say, okay, cool. That's what I'm going to do. Um, maybe not post about it, but say to yourself without anybody watching, you know what? I'm not going to say anything against my friend Chris until I see, um, you know, concrete evidence that I'm convinced of. And then if that happens, then I'll donate, but do none of it publicly. But but what's like just, the difference? I had this argument with my friend Danielle. What's the difference between that and like the crime stoppers? Meaning, what's the difference between... Because there's all these... Another old man phrase, which is... uh, uh, What is it? Silence is is approval. So, if I say nothing, as the fight is on Twitter. So, I can like, oh, that's too bad. It's like, that's not support. So, no one has a better option. Like, well, don't say you're going to get... Why not? I'm saying I don't believe this. And and I'm I'm saying I don't believe this for a reason. I've seen D'Elia a 
thousand nights in a row. Uh, not in a row, but a thousand yeah. nights probably over the last 10 years. Right. Like literally, if you think about it. Um, and uh, and I've never seen him with a woman who looked very young. I will say I was under the impression that he fucked every woman over 25. I didn't know that he, he uh, whatever, whatever this is, whatever you call this. Yeah, I mean, if you, when you work at a comedy club, you get all the, we know all the dirt years before that shit pops. Like, Louie, we knew. Everybody knows about this stuff. It's like open secrets. And I actually have seen Delia in a row, like probably like between two to four nights a week for the last, I don't know, seven and a half, eight years. Yeah, and I'm on like and he 10, has he 10 has bitches. Yeah, exactly. He has bitches. Don't get me wrong, but they all are carded. They're all they look old. I would never. I never heard. Yeah, this like I didn't think. Thing. I literally never. I was thinking like, were there any girls that were like dodgy? And there really weren't. None that I could tell. At yeah. least the ones like whoever came to the store looked. Like some of them have like a lot of plastic surgery that makes you look older to me. So I don't know, just something about it. And then when I see these people are taking these clips from fighter and the kid and Theo's where it's like, Oh yeah, he likes them underage. I never like that. First of all, if he liked them underage, they wouldn't joke about it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a, they're just talking shit. uh, And B like, they're so obviously joking in that moment. They're so obviously joking and people are taking, uh, you know, they're just intention. They're willfully taking. They're just taking it out of out of context and going like they knew. And it's like they didn't I didn't know shit. And I'm a and I write and everybody knows me. I recognize patterns and I uh, speak about things. So so the the idea that I should have done nothing would have been somehow letting someone get like like you know trounced publicly someone that i that i genuinely like and have had a lot of funny it funny like we did our hours together in comedy central we did our we did Mm. the comedians of the world on netflix together like not it it's almost like i don't know it's like being drafted in the same year in the nba or something like i have an affinity for delia um, and I've also seen him be fuck. He's a fucking very hilarious motherfucker. Like shit that I could tell you. He said, if you don't think he's funny, like oh, I've seen him be funny a million times. So, right. um, so that thing of like, well, he sucks. It's like, okay, the guys, how do you get from me? He sucks to pedophile. Um, so, so then I, so then the next day I, um, I posted a thing where I said like, I asked for proof. I more or less got it. Uh, and um, if I knew Chris was doing this stuff, I wouldn't have been friends with him. And uh, and and the justice system is completely rigged against women, especially when it comes to sexual assault, violence, whatever. And um, and we need to rebuild the system. But when we do rebuild the system, it's still going to require proof. You know? Yeah. And and then people were mad at that. I said, here's the money, $5,000 to a uh, rape and incest network rain. I don't know. What, yeah. Um, and uh, and 
And I said, I hope you understand the impulse to protect a friend. And then people were mad at that. So I took that down. Um, so, and then I put up, I'm for due process with the whelps, right? And people were, they didn't like that either. They're against due process. So no, you're just not going to win in this, in this situation. There's right. No but real again, it's perfect. like saying I'm for speed limits. It's like due process. The fuck are you? I mean, here's what I've realized. Okay. Cause I don't. Here's what I've come to, and and tell me if you agree or disagree. How you feel, okay. So Martin Luther King, who I love quoting, and he guides he guides me, especially if I'm in trouble. I love quoting him in a way that favors me. Um, he said that uh, that that riots are the language of the unheard. Right. Mm. What I would say is screenshots are the language of the unheard, in that. Women have an option, which is uh, mob justice, mob justice on social media, or no justice in the justice system. And they're like, fuck it, mob justice it is. They're, because the justice system is so awful from mm. literally the time you say I was raped until a the unlikely event that there's some sort of justice or even a settlement it's all awful uh male detectives they don't do rape they don't really they don't even they don't even uh process the rape kits your vagina's on trial your whole it's everything's on trial that makes it unbearable so what do you think b but i don't know what you you just like kind of said the situation i mean like if if there is if we reform the system are, there still needs to be proof. Yes, but but I don't know. The thing is, what if? So there is still going to be need to be proof. But I don't. the The bigger issue beyond rebuilding the system. So women, right. even with I would say screenshots are the language of the unheard. Women need right. to, um, uh, you know, like that. They they don't go there if they could go to the justice system. They would, right? right. Um, but what like e- the the bigger issue is even once even we if we got to a perfect the only way to litigate sex or prosecute sex or is with cameras and emotion meters i mean I, if you re- if you really want to be honest that's the best way to do it because the forensics on sex are are impossible i mean there's no real way to go about it you know what I mean? There's always, there's no like this and then this. There's, we're not going to have that because it's sex, because it's intimate, because you could have been raped and then also had sex prior. How do we discern that? I mean, and also, no real- yes. And you're also dealing with guys not understanding women, like guys, literally you're women who are, are when it comes to sex, have a lot of conflicting emotions and men who are uniquely unsuited to reading emotion. Exactly. But the problem is because it's it was so fucked for so long. Our new thing is this, you know, like you said, screenshots. Um this kind of social media evidence. Uh but there there the margin of error I feel like is going to be big. I feel like something could just look bad. And already you're being, uh, 
you know, your reputation is being on trail. Even if nothing that bad happened, even before I saw evidence of underage girls, because at first it was like they were 20 and 19 and 22. I still haven't seen evidence of underage. I've seen smoke of underage girls. I have not seen fire of underage girls. Exactly. So this guy's reputation is, I mean, his career is in the dumps. And I, I think it's closer ever... to the I think it's closer to the federal prison, but dumps is fine. Um, <laughs> what? But are we going? What if no evidence presents itself? No one brings charges to him. Everyone just kind of wants to make a claim online to be like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. FY. It's there's these kind of just um, people put out warnings. People put out just advisory like for women. And I think they're interesting because. I think they're important, you know? Maybe there is uh, the disparity between bringing charges against someone and just like, yo, by the way, this guy's a fucking creep. You know, like they're yes. I mean, kind the, of in that's between the pro- them. Yes, that's the problem is the the whatever whisper network or whatever um, is... It's okay. It's the best option. And but it only it has it's only an on off switch. There's no there's no grades to it. It's just you're either it goes from zero to rape. Do you know what I mean? It's like after nine eleven, you're either you're either a you're either you're either a Muslim or a terrorist, and there's no difference. It's like uh, the 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 odds of once you get painted with the brush. It's not good. Like but even if op- even even Louis and Aziz and right uh, Cosby's a, so uh, you know a serial rapist, but Louis and Aziz are not. They still work, but it's they're reduced. Yeah, they're reduced, and and in in Louis's case, I think it's more merited than Aziz's case. Redu- right. Aziz is like reduced as a person. Like yeah, the light, like- the the light in his eye is gone, you know. Um, so, but so what I don't I'm saying know is- if they, I mean Chris Hardwick's another one where it turns out it wasn't true. But the yeah, problem is kind of- he couldn't if he says if he like boldly says this was not true, then he seems like he is. Uh, victim blaming and shaming and and sl- whatever all the uh, and not believing all women and not and that's the thing that even if I said hey can we take that into consideration I'd be considered a piece of shit can I say Iggy Azalea Banks said she fucked Dave three weeks ago no like they're both women it's only I, I, no one's gonna believe me but it's only gonna hurt poorer people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but if the, that's but the, the only now, having said that, I also don't think that women are that are are likely to say shit online that is is you know disprovable. False, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is, but yet in in Chris Hardwick's case, that's I believe what happened, and in Dave's case, I believe that's what happened. But if we go back to the Muslims in nine eleven. What ended uh-huh. up happening? Time, 
eased all eased some of that tension. It was basically just time. People just got, we spoke about it more. We talked about, hey, but these people, like poor Sikhs were being like unfairly targeted right after 9-11. They're like, we're not even, we have nothing to do with I have, that. I have a counter. What? Guantanamo Bay. Hundreds of dudes there who didn't, they didn't even bring charges against them. They're just fucking parked in in a in a box in Guantanamo Bay. It's like, yeah, it's better for all Muslims, but the guys who got accused of nothing are still in Guantanamo Bay. And yeah. as Americans, we all go like, well, fucking serves you right. Bad a guys. Bit. Yeah. Right. Well, if, if you hadn't been at the thing, because like in Delia's case, they're going after, they're like, it's like, Santino and and uh, and Theo and all these other guys are catching stray bullets that like yeah. had fucking nothing to do with it, right? And people are trying to drag me into it. Like, what do you know? I'm like, I don't fucking know anything because I'm 46, and if I knew someone was fucking underage girls, I would have absolutely said something, right? Um, as evidenced by the fact that I said he didn't, because I also wouldn't. I'm not like we have a. It's part of our group. <laughs> Our, our young uh, group of young fuckers like there's not, you know, I'm not part of a, a cabal and we fight our battles on Twitter. Um, but again, <laughs> you forget how dumb people are and how suggestible people are uh, and that they just want to go. It's like the Jeffrey Epstein kind of in reverse, like like it. he was murdered. OK, so what? But even yeah, the way just- we treated Muslims wasn't good. And the thing with Muslims yeah. is it was it was like we just moved. We just got a little more specific, but that first three years was a fucking hell for them. And again, I don't feel bad. I'm not like, it's going to be a hell. I just think that when it comes to mob justice, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's flawed in a different way than, um, than regular justice, you know? Yeah. And. And, There's just not uh, really a way around it. I know. So that's the, I mean, here's what it's, it's in some ways it is like looting in that because of the looting, they change. They're like, okay, we'll get rid of chokeholds. Like they were like, uh, we'll do stuff. Hopefully. I mean, I don't, I, I had the thought that Dalia is a looted store, right? Um, and he's flight club. Yeah, he's he's ironically enough, he's Flight Club. Ironically Um, enough, (laughs) and uh, uh, they're people. They sponsored him for a long time, and now uh, he finally gets to feel what it's part. Maybe it's part of the sponsorship. Um, But he got looted, and but the difference between Flight Club and and a person is Flight Club has insurance. Um, and Chris may be getting looted. Uh kind of falsely or 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 incorrectly and in it's in service of women fighting a bigger battle or a bigger war and he's a battle that he may be collateral damage in a bigger battle but that's still uh wrong if he if he did it if he did it go away you know what i mean so i just had a thought what if in this new era, as an entertainer, you had some sort of insurance 
you could buy insurance. You can buy. Well, ironically enough, you career. can buy um, uh, defamation insurance. You can buy insurance, like basically mouth insurance. Mm. Um, from what you say. Yeah. If you, you get like it, I remember them off. I remember Dave saying it be, like they brought it to his attention when when he got popular. Um, And I don't That's know what it costs or whatever, but you can't. What's the insurance? So if I mean that the insurance wouldn't work because it's like if you get falsely accused of sexual uh, misbehavior, then mm. we'll give you money. Like it does the it's there's no incentive for him. It he has to pay in. It's there's no right, right, right. I'm just thinking like if there was. I just feel like as an entertainer, especially now, there's just this trend of like, and there is something weirdly satisfying. Not to me, but I think as spectators, there is something weirdly satisfying of people being brought down. I I see people being like, "Ooh, I always hated him." You know yep. that has nothing to do with. <laughs> This situation, you don't, you not liking his jokes has nothing to do with this, but there is some satisfaction people are getting. He also can come across maybe smug, like some of his, um, let's say comedy. You think he's talking about like how great he is. I don't fucking know. I mean, I've heard, I've read a lot of like feedback and a lot of it's like, I never liked that guy, you know, and that's really, that adds on to the mob rule and that becomes a pile on, not because. And then we kind of lose focus and it just goes to like, woo, we took it down, you know, and it's like as we're protesting and we're marching and we're making something happen, ha- happen and we're coming together for good, like it can easily be done the same way. So I, I don't know. It's weird. It's like the more power we get taking one thing down. That's why people are like, oh, we took down Dalia. And there's this between like those guys, there is this kind of overly macho some people say toxic masculinity i think they're cool but whatever and i feel like people just want to take everyone down whereas most of them didn't do shit literally it's just their friends but there's something i don't know psychologically satisfying for people if i don't like you then like let's go dig in the crates let's go see what else you fucked up on let's see where you said the one comment that's disgusting so i think it's you know, I don't know how to how to curve this social takedown, this mob mentality. I don't know. It's not, I mean, it's that's what go. a friend of mine said that COVID, he thought post-COVID cancel culture would be severely muted. And I was like, no. No. People got it's time. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. It's too fucking yeah. sweet. And you, it's, feel, it's a, you also feel powerful. It's sickly sweet. It's absolute yeah. power corrupts absolutely. There's no system for, uh, but again, also it's all women have. It's all women have. So I get that. I absolutely get that. Um, but, uh, but like it's all, but, but at the same time, there's no, there's no, there's no like levels. There's just one level, which is annihilation. It's a nuclear bomb. Um, and, uh, I've realized Twitter in the last week is is gladiator. It's it's the it's the Coliseum for famous people. Is that mm. they just they yeah, Will go ahead. Twitter karate. 
it's not good. Yeah. It's like not good. And um I also think what Chris did wasn't good. Even if it's even if it's um I, I, I thought of something while you were talking, which is that's another risk I run. Because there was a, a thing yesterday where it's like, why don't you uh, why don't you retweet the Joey Diaz thing, right? Joey Diaz on Rogan's yes. podcast. And um and I'm like, cause like, I don't know everything I've ever said on a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't seriously. know. I I don't know. I but I also know that if you wanted to get me, I know that anyone can get got at any point in yeah. social media. In the there's a Rogan where we just talk about the N-word the whole time. Yeah. Like, and Dave was like, I'd never heard two white people just talk about it, like have a cons- relatively constructive conversation about it. Um, and, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so then I go, yeah. Ah! And then people go, well, what, how do you explain this? And then I'm that. Right. Like, it's like, ah, yeah, I don't have any sex way. stuff, but I, but I have plenty. All of these are moral issues. Is what I've been yeah. saying. It's like they're moral issues. Racism is a moral issue. Sex is a moral issue. Sex in and of itself, gender relation, it's all moral. Um, and so I can get Chris on, and everyone on here can get Chris on uh on praying or whatever, whatever you want to call the word for young women, but but obviously, you know, and Mark Marin used to do a joke like 20 years ago. You know, they they made a law about underage women for a reason. You don't make a law unless it's popular. (laughs) Unless people keep doing it. Clearly, this is a thing for people and borne out by um, a category called barely legal. (laughs) They have a magazine. They used to have a magazine. Barely legal. Like, it's an absolute thing. And I don't think anyone, if they're use, if they like that sort of stuff, I don't think that they look at an eighteen or nineteen year old and go, "Ugh, she looks too young." I don't think there is. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, so this is clearly like a category, um, and and then I also think that there's an element of like some sort of addiction or pathology that right. that gets people into this that may i don't i it doesn't forgive it or anything but i think it's possible so i just don't have as black and white uh because all the women and that are and men that are coming down on chris it's like but you were just three weeks ago learning so much about race (laughs) be that you didn't know you didn't all these things so is it possible that chris just didn't know the way that you were racist your whole life and didn't realize, and it was it? very obvious. Yeah, it was obvious to everyone but you. So that's the problem. And also, you know, I have to admit, I will see racist people on camera, or sometimes just people saying really racist shit. You know, it's not always like sometimes people in a really bad moment being fucking awful, and the internet will take them down. And I fucking love it. And it's like, loser job, loser house, loser scholarship. And I'm like, he, 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 he. That's yes. again, yeah. Die, motherfucker. 
But Un- when it happens to Chris and he's a friend of mine, or, you know, we're friendly at the store, it's just like, oh, man, damn. You know, you yeah. feel like, dude, not not cool, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to It's hard. It's an impossible... I mean, this is where they, this is how they built the legal system thousands of years ago. And they were like, huh, but you got to consider that and you got to consider that and you got to consider that. And it is a good system other than it, other than its massive biases. Do you know what I mean? Which hurt a lot, like more, probably way more than half the population. So like, but it's in its, if it's done correctly, it's a good system. Um, Right. But but also sex, there were no sex laws before like a couple decades ago. Like yeah. you could, you were allowed to rape your wife. You literally, like, so they don't even have a system set up for sex crimes or whatever exactly. you want to call them. Um, the, yeah, the, it's also the thing of like, believe all women in light of, you know, Hardwick, Chappelle, um, uh, whoever, whoever else I mentioned, but, but, um, but also look at all those women on camera lying, like the lady in the park, like about lying at the guy with the dog, like the, it's, I don't think that it's common, but it's like, I don't, it's Wait, what do you not, mean? Look at all those women. I, the why woman, is that, that, the videos of Karen's doing, calling, no, shit, I understand calling the cops for no reason. But that I don't think that women gender. are incapable of lying. So that right. the, what the, I mean, the term right. believe all women is like, well, but, you know, aren't women capable of lying also? Because you just saw like a fucking jamboree of women lying. But that's different. That is when they say believe all men, they believe all women. It's in terms of like a sexual context text. So, hey, believe me, I'm the one that he just came into. So that is really based on gender. Whereas that one is just those are just dickhead people. They happen to be women. So on race, no one's saying believe all women. So well, that now just, they're not, but for a couple hundred years they did. Yeah, that you know what? True as fuck. Yeah, True that's what I'm saying. Like so, as a, as, an, as an ally, what can tell me what to do? Tell me what to do. Like, I, and I say that to everybody. I say that it's like the two. It's like women in terms of sex are highly oppressed. And uh, black people in terms of everything are highly oppressed. So tell me how to thread this needle. And yeah. and I want to support my friends when they were accused of shit. I don't think they did. I, I, it turns out I may have been wrong. But, but, but that's the thing. It's like, do I want to be a coward? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be a coward. And I want to be the kind of person who stands up for somebody when they when they get accused of something it's not I'm, he's not oj i'm not like oh juice i'm not you know i'm not like juice. i'm not i'm not online going like fuck these women or it's just like i don't if you're gonna call someone if you're gonna accuse somebody of crime if you call if you called uh Bijan, my friend Bijan, a an arsonist i would say him having a book of matches does not make him an arsonist if you have video of him doing it or screen something Right. Then he's an arsonist. But until then, I don't think I'm a piece of shit for saying you need to prove this thing before you accuse him of it, even though it's about sex. I don't think that it, you know, you're 
as much as people want to say it's uh, anti-women or anti-victim, it's like, no, it's just pro-proof. Mm. You know, like I don't. So how do I? What's this? What's the 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 you know the burden of proof is on the accuser, right? But how do we change a system where if there's there's a crime or there are crimes that are popular, they happen often and frequently, and it's very hard to prove. So how where do we go from there? You know, I don't I mean? know. Like, well, that's, that's what I'm. That's, that's what I said five minutes ago. Without cameras and uh, legitimately emotion meters, which are which and, do well, not ex- that literally don't exist. Yeah, I know, I know you made that shit up. <laughs> but um, if we could, I mean, in the end, it's just basically like this is weirdly the next best thing, and not it's perfect. pretty bad. I mean, it's I'd ba- say it's no, worse no. than not perfect. It's pretty bad. Well, I would say, do you think the percentage of dudes that have been taken down? falsely compared to the ones that were accurate is a large I don't know. Number. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, if, if it you're mostly one of them, takes down the right guy, if it yes. mostly takes down the right guy, then it's not that bad. Right. It's just yes. the margin of error is really detrimental to someone's life, entire life. I mean, I would say so far it's like one in 10. One in 10 just went down for the cause. False. False accusations. It's socially. I don't think women lie about rape. I'm not one of those people. Like, I don't, I don't think women lie even one. I don't even think 1% of women are lying about rape. I just know that when it comes to accusations, I just, my friends get accused of shit. And, and it's, it's, and I'm not just talking Chris. I'm talking my black friends, my, or as I'm going to start calling them, my acquaintances of color. My black friends. Because people don't like it. (laughs) People hate black friends. Um, Your my new comedy color. album is going to be called My Black uh, Friends. <laughs> my, no, it's going to be called Acquaintances of Color. Um, okay. So I do think this isn't a man versus woman thing. I think that a lot of women do scrutinize uh, people who come out with like, hey, this person, if they, you come out with like a claim against something. I don't think women are all like, we believe her because she has a pussy. Like, I think a lot of women are like, privately Mm. they are privately but they're not doing it online again that's the arena that's the venue so even like uh with hardwick i don't know for sure i didn't follow it up and i know the guy really do we don't do follow-ups also with right so and i don't even know what i know he's working again so that must have been something must have happened and I've heard what happened, and I don't know if I can say it publicly because I don't know what's in the what's online. Right, right. But that's the thing. So like, you go, well, it's a pretty good system, and he's like, um, <laughs> okay, For sure. And what what's he guilty of other than wrong place, at the wrong time, or maybe not I, I being the, the best boyfriend, or you know what I mean? Like, it's like that's the problem. The problem is also. For example, there's a situation with a friend of mine and the dude in question is a dickhead. He's a piece of shit and master manipulator, just all around dirty dog. Yep. But has done nothing illegal. So my friend wanted to just blast it, you know, just post about it. About him being an asshole? 
Yeah. And then other girls were like, oh, me too, me too, me too. So then it started catching. I mean, it's a small, like, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's not going to make anybody's headlines. But amongst the people who know it and the extended group, it is making waves. And the problem is like, okay, now you're kind of tarnishing the zoo's reputation and making it seem like, you know, if you put hashtag survivor, it's like, what'd you survive? Right? Like the dude wasn't, he's just a dickhead. But at the same time, well, why can't she warn people? Like, why can't she put them on blast? It's essentially just throwing your clothes out on the front lawn. You know? Yeah, except there's four houses nearby. I mean, again, it's there's the difference is if he applies for a job, it's there's just like repercussions that aren't That's what like I'm saying. you so go. It's, it's like, like throwing clothes up. No, it's not. No, it isn't. And also, no, I'm, what's I'm, to say that the same impulse of he was kind of an asshole then metastasizes into pedophile? Of course, my whole thought was that, of course, it's just like throwing your clothes on out on the lawn to you know, that immediate impulse. But then it lives on the internet forever. And then we can Google his name. And what if all this shit pops up? Because it's on Twitter and da-da-da. And so yeah. it grows arms and legs. And really all he did was just be a fucking asshole. And yeah. so you... And then, I mean, I will say people did criticize her. They're like, girl, like, get over it. You know, like, get over him. Fuck him. So I think there's just this weird line of like, oh, by the way, he's a dickhead. And you can say that to your friends. Like, hey, girl, you're dating him. Like, just so you know. But once you do it on social media, it kind of, it lives in infamy. And I just, I don't know. Like, how do we tell people to be careful what you post about other people while also I just don't know how to regulate it. I don't know if it, I know. there's like a checklist. You Nobody can do. does. Like, hey, think about it. Don't do this. Think about if this is affects. You know, there's we do checklists. There's like these PSAs about like careful what you post. You know, like what is it? Um, say it, forget it, write it, regret it, or something like that. So, twenty year old lady. People do want to. Yeah. See, I have one too. Um. So I'm not sure the checklist because both I understand both sides. So I don't know. Are you scared that you know how when like someone you're just like, wow, damn, I'm worried about some shit, but I don't even, I know I didn't do anything, but I'm still kind of worried. I'm so like, well, that's what I feel- said. It's like I feel like a Muslim after 9-11 where I'm like, I didn't do it, but I but I'm also so Catholic that I'm like. I remember even going through, as as me going through TSA after nine eleven and going like, "Do I have a bomb on me?" <laughs> right. Like, I'm not a terrorist, right? I would tell myself I was there, and I did have my bag the whole time. Like Chris Rock had that joke about when the cop pulls you over and it's like, "Is this your car?" And you're like, "Is this my car?" Like you stop, you stop believing, you start questioning the your reality. Oh, yeah, when they're like, did anybody help you with your bag, help you pack your bag? I'm like, yeah, uh, like, uh, I mean, help my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, mom did my laundry. Yeah. So it's but tough. I'm not worried it's like about in, sex every time- stuff, but I, I don't I'm not worried about sex stuff, but also. It's not up to me. 
Yeah, someone else. You know what I mean? It's not. Like, it's it's all. Cool. It's like in the eye of the beholder. It's like when someone's like, "You're the hottest person I've ever seen." And you're like, "You're wrong," but okay. Um, that's how I feel. It's like, <laughs> it's like you did X, and I'd be like, "I didn't think that's what I did," but and that's where as a as a guy, um, I wouldn't mind cameras and 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 uh, emotion meters. <laughs> Because right. I don't want to have sex with people that don't want to have sex with me. Like, like I don't want to. I don't want there to be. I don't want there to be any doubt or any. I don't want to feel weird or I don't want to feel like it's dangling or I don't want to feel. I also don't want to feel like I have to be nicer to women to avoid them pressing a charge on me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's a fucking shit. Not even like press a charge, but just think differently of our interaction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, well, you know, this happens to people in comedy or celebrities, and we talk about it every time. And we say the same thing. Like, there's no good way to go about this. There's no tried and true, hey, if we just do this, we can avoid all of this. So, yeah, I don't know. It becomes, like, challenging to talk about because you're just like, fuck, what do we... This seems avoidable in terms of Chris. Oh, Chris, this seems yeah, messy. absolutely. Absolutely. Seems just like messy. Just like, who the fuck's doing this? I, I I don't know if there's anything illegal that's happened, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what it's like. It could be any of us. And it's like, I couldn't. I don't <laughs> really do that. So it, in this case, it couldn't be I me. I don't really do that. Like right. you could. And I actually swear to God, try to when I'm texting with a woman I don't know. I try to text shit that would be funny if read in court. <laughs> just because, like, so I paranoid. don't fucking know. Like, uh-uh. I, I mean, it's just like, nope. it's. I don't know if it's paranoid or... I have yeah. people that will not text me stuff. They're like, call. I'll call you. I'm not texting about this. And those are, the, you know, they're smart. Those are the smart people. Right. Um, But, yeah, I don't... I don't... It's not good... I'm not, you know. Yeah, I'm not. It's I'm a not, bummer. Yeah, the I, the I had a thought, uh, which is, I wonder why screenshots are legal to take and post, but voice recordings aren't. How you feel, Neil? Isn't that odd? It's a weird. I, I'm sure it has to do with like the phonograph, or like I'm sure it's a law from the early 1900s or the late 1800s. Sure, it has to do with because right. you can't record someone's voice, but you can take screenshots of their writing. The funny thing is, uh, even if I recorded your voice, it there is still a chance you could be like, "That's not me." Then we got to get expert. Dalia could still say it's not him. I mean, he there's no, that's the thing is nothing's been proven. Right, like t- uh, a Bieber got accused of rape, and he brought up fucking truckload of evidence um disproving it um and yeah so and i think the it goes from feeling bad for the woman to feeling bad for him immediately Mm -hmm. and i guess it's uh, it's all unavoidable yeah it it just is you know the the shitty thing is for uh especially somebody like hardwick is it's very 
you look like a bad guy by defending yourself. Bieber had so much that it was like he didn't seem like a bad guy somehow. Right. And also because he's 5'5 five five and looks like a woman. Um, uh, <laughs> that maybe have something to do with it. But he didn't seem like a bad guy. But if you say, if you fight too hard, then you're, then you're a victim shame, shame, shamer, blamer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so... Yeah, there's no winning, there's no real way. Because even if you prove yourself, it's still slightly It's still damaged. icky. It's still icky. It's, it's like, still part of what people uh, feel about you. And most people will not get an accusation accused against them or brought against them. Just most people won't, you know. So the fact yeah. that it even got brought up against you. And people know we can't really prove it. We really can't prove it, you know. And everybody yeah. knows that almost... Not in your face, against you. Well, we can't prove it. So, yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. So, it's I don't depressing know. when you think about it. No, it's, I mean, I'm like kind of down today because I just, the more I think uh, about it, I'm like, man, fuck. Like, and not about him. I mean, about, um, I'm overjoyed about him. I'm kidding. Um, the joke I've been doing is, uh, it's, it's a tragedy, but, n- as a, as the guy who had to follow him for the last three years, yeah, this couldn't be better for me. Um, and if anybody listening has information on Sebastian Maniscalco, Bird Kreischer, or <laughs> no. Ali Wong, if you have any information on Ali Wong or Eliza Schlesinger, I will pay top dollar. You know I will for any sexual misgivings. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it's a fucking, it's a, it's a bummer. If you think about it, it's a, it's a, why did you write? will will not miss women telling me Delia is. Oh yeah. That's what I, now the less we talk about Delia, I'm the one thing I'm so sick of is whenever I would bring Delia up in the last decade, women always told me how they didn't think he was good looking. And I was just like, would you stop it? Like, I don't, first of all, you might not, but as the guy who has to follow him, trust me, women think he's good looking. More than he's 70% hot. of women think he's good looking. He's so, so good looking. Around the world, he's 6'3, broad shoulders. He's got a kind of like a face you root for that's not exactly good looking. Yeah. And a big head and, and fun hair. And he dressed nice, and he's fucking very funny. So, say what you want about him. They were him. trying to be like, "I like you, Neil." Don't no, worry. no, but it wasn't even women I was trying I'm to sleep different. with. It's just they go out of their way. It's like I don't. It's not a. Be- it's a thing that guys have no impulse to do. Guys are just like, right. "Oh yeah, she's hot." Like, "Oh yeah, she's pretty hot." Like, if a guy doesn't think she's the guy, he's pretty hot. It's you know, if, if occasionally one of those like red redwood norse supermodels will come along like that women love and gay dudes love and guys are like i wouldn't but we're not like then what's the difference because they're so rare they come along (laughs) like once a decade whereas i could name five people that women would be like i don't think he's good look okay all right lady um he's here you don't want to meet him okay cool um you don't even want to say hi all right great i didn't believe you um so uh 
The fun. I had a funny thought, which is the screen names are funny when you're like, "She rates dogs is bringing up charges against right. Crystalia." Like it's just a funny, like not serious. Right. Um, Fiddle Faddle is saying that Crystalia is a predator. According Fiddle Faddle eighty nine. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so. So that's the other thing that's been coming up is. Because of the Joey Diaz and the um, the it just makes the comedy store sound like a real a, shithole. A real shithole. But uh, but I don't I don't find it to be a. Sh- I think it's like any. It's like a WeWork that serves alcohol. There's like a lot of there's a lot of different cultures. How you feel, Neil? Do you know what I mean? Like there's not one. There's not just one culture. There's a bunch of like different cultures. It's, you know, it's yeah. there's different rooms, there's different cult there's like early people, there's late people, there's there's like uh the drinkers, there's open the micers, heads. there's the yeah, headliners. Yeah. There's the younger ones, older ones. Again, like as much as you think that uh Delia and Rogan and Diaz and some ways Bert and Bert and Segura are are the comedy store. So are me and Whitney and Allie and Mulaney a little bit and um yeah. Kevin Christie and Bobby like, you know, Santino, like yeah, Theo. There's no I don't know what the comedy store is. Is it a place where, you know, fifty Jesselnick works the comedy store all the time? Like I don't. Is he the comedy store? Who's the comedy store? I think it's the people that kick it there a lot that have been kicking it there for close to a decade or more, and that is kind of like Rogan, Bobby, you, Delia. Uh, but Whitney, what are what are, what what Theo. have I brought to the culture? Do you know what I mean? Like, what part do I bring anything to the culture that could be used to? like sort of scrub the 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 uh image of it do you know what i mean like it's all joe joe's big physically big and mma and uh violence and uh and and then you look and 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 uh, he is violence and weed and and um all his stuff and he's like the biggest draw there so does he then become the comedy star, you know, like, well, no, but he was also gone for a lot of years, too. And there was still the comedy. I think there's. Yeah, that's it. it was actually, like, by the way, it was actually way worse while he was gone. Yeah. It was a way fucking, worse. It was truly gross. It was a dirtbag central. Yeah. So when you think about it, it's kind of like the the Laugh Factory is the the kind of the 49ers. Of the, you know, comedy clubs. Right. They're very presentable. You don't cuss. You know, whatever. That's not true, though. The, But yeah, I hear you. I thought you couldn't. I thought you couldn't. No. You can cuss all Oh, they way. have clean shows. They have certain shows yeah. that, are, that are clean or something. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you have the improv, which is like a middleman. And then the comedy store is like a bit like a. it's on the grimier side, you know. I think that's the vibe, at least there. It's kind of like anything yeah. goes. But it's also you know. like 
the walls are black and you know what i mean like i don't know <laughs> honestly if to the raiders thing it's the walls are black right there's a the lot raiders. of it's 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 uh it's 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 like a maze it's spooky right yeah um there's a lot there's ghosts the kinnison and the cocaine and the this and the ghosts. dying and the so the idea i don't you know I know that I don't know what specifically uh I mean I've heard like stories from Whitney and 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 stories of like you know people being shitty to her cuz she was a girl. Yeah. Um right, and sure. and that's you know 12 years ago when it was or 15 years ago when it was like except I don't like that's before that's before Rogan and all that stuff like that's like I won't say names but just kind of dirtbags. And, mm. um, and Allie, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that, I think the thing is somebody, I, a friend of mine always says, women think guys are nice to each other and we're not, No, we're just talking You're, about a thing yeah. that we both know about, Right. but we're not like, Hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to come by this weekend and help you fucking shingle your house. Like there's no... Mm. <laughs> There's no like there's there's camaraderie, but I would say I have as much camaraderie with Ali Wong and Whitney as I do with right. with uh, fucking I probably have more with Ali Wong and Whitney than I do with. Uh, or, or, you know, I don't know, like I can't even think of the people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I just... speak to them, you know, uh, Santino. I have a, you know, a, 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 yeah. a, a camaraderie with. Um, and there's also, again, a thing that I'll, uh, that is, it might not be to the, to the idea of like the cop, uh, 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 comedians protect each other, like, um, cops. There's a, uh, what's the, is there, is it 90,000 cops in this? I think it's 190,000 cops in America. Okay. I don't know what the word is. That's I don't know it? what the, what the amount is. Um, that's not a lot. Uh, how many? There are eight hundred thousand police in America. Eight hundred thousand. Oh, cops. that sounds more like it. Like yeah. Okay. 9, so 000. there's eight hundred thousand cops. Um, it's about two hundred fifty comedians. Hmm. So, so there is a you know I mean I'm talking about people that make a living doing comedy. Maybe it's five hundred. I don't know what the exact number is, but right. right. The level of, you know, I asked Fortune Feimster one time, do you, do you identify as more of a lesbian or a comedian? And she was like, oh, I've never thought, I guess comedian. Like, it's a real strong thing. So, yeah. I, but I also don't think anyone is coming out and saying, like, these bitches are lying or any of that stuff. Like, um... I think it's it's like uh okay. And as and people are posting uh Chelsea Pretty posted some about, you know, being the only woman on a show. Um and black people are very very rarely there's very rarely more than one black person on a show. You know? Yeah. I mean there's a lot of groups that are underrepresented and I'm not saying like Ali should look at that. I'm just saying like yeah, there's not a ton of Native Americans either. It's not a ton of Latinos. There's not a ton of, you know, like it's it's 
some of these are statistical issues. If 56% of the country's white or 65, I can't remember. My numbers are real bad today. Um, you know, and a comedy show 65% white. That seems good. But you can also make a case that it's not representative of other people. So um, I think the word of the year is systematic. Um, if I'm not mistaken, everybody, everybody drink. Yeah. Um, the, uh, another, here's another thought I had about delay, which is the amount when people look for clues, like he did, he was telling us when he was on you and it's like, no, they just offered him the part. It's not like he was like, called them like, Hey man, I'm a sexual predator. Make me an arc on your incredibly popular show. That's a, that's a complete happenstance it's just a it's just a coincidence it's a yes. funny coincidence it's like yeah but it's not he wasn't drugging specific... people in his basement i didn't see the show but apparently he's a comedian who drugs people in this basement well that that is like the the hollywoody aspect of it so it's watchable but the interesting thing is like he was kind of grooming this 15 year old in the show so like when you thought a he guy was or be girl a creep no no oh girl a 15 year old girl so when you thought he was going to be a creep, it's like, oh, Henderson. What's going on with Henderson, which is his character's name? And then she was like, oh, let me come. It's like, now nah, you're too young. Like, it was like on paper, he said all the right shit and was like, yeah, let me get you a cab home, dude. Like, you're tired. Get out of here. You know, it was totally like grooming her to be like, we're friends and homies and that's it because you're too young. Yeah. And then, And then once she finally was comfortable enough to like, I don't know, pass out or come to his house. Yeah. Then he did the old switcheroo with the drinks. Bloop, bloop. Tried to drug her, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. he did, he, there was like an aspect of grooming this 15-year-old girl. That was weird. Grooming, but, uh, again, all he said was, all, I mean, in terms of the screenshots I've seen, it's just like, suck my dick. No? All right, bye. That's not grooming. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The grooming, I guess it was just like, I don't know, I guess finding... Girls in high school is weird. And then just being like, hee, 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 hee. I mean. Like, emojis. Like, it's again, like, I don't know how groomed, Annie, like, what is, I don't know. You could screenshot my to text me? to you and they'd be embarrassing. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, screenshots bad. are just embarrassing out of context. But, They're so embarrassing. But. Yes. But just, you can't ever, te- if you text, if I text a 15-year-old and I, and then I, and she said, I would be like, I am very so I am backing right. out of, the, you know, I uh, always think about that thing. You said Louis said to his kids, like, no adult needs to ever talk to you or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. It's that Louis. I don't know. I think we said that on the show, but there's never we said a reason. It, but it's- yeah, there's never a reason if you're under 16, there's never a reason for any adult to speak to you. A stranger, especially. so it's weird, but but um, grooming. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's a stretch to say he was grooming them. Like, yeah, again, now we're just into like, but the but the thing that was annoying was like, is he trying? He calls all of his things his his listeners babies. babies. Is this part <laughs> of a bad fetish? coincidences? <laughs> um, bad coincidences. His you spelled his name's D apostrophe Ilya. Is that is D for the D? Like, just stop it. Stop it with the fucking Stupid. fake um, f- 
fake reasons why he was sending us a message. And then and then the other thing that people say is, all right, so let's this goes to the saving the the culture, change the culture of the comedy store. How do you tell an adult what to do? What could well, I have literally told? brings you money to your company? But oh, also, you mean just you and you, just yeah, like, like peer to peer? even yeah, like you know, there's tweets from women and saying it's like I can't tell, I can't tell an adult. It's like I t- I told a friend the other day, hey man, watch your health. Fucking doesn't care. Just become like yeah, a fuck, like, fuck, fuck out. I'm an adult, man. Like. I'm going to smoke and drink and do whatever the fuck I want. And and you're not going to be able to say shit. Like, so yeah. if I go like, hey, Chris, you're flying a little close to the sun with these ladies, huh? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? I truly don't know what I was supposed to say. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be so funny if you said that. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to say? Anytime I've, like, pointed shit out, people are like, don't fucking lecture me, man. Yeah, it's just you can't. Anyways, you it's not your job to. It's also not your job to influence a culture at like an establishment where you don't fucking pay rent. It's kind of all the culture at the time. I hear stories. Yes, from people it's like, the, when I yes. worked here. It was blank, which is not how it is here. So it's kind of everyone contributes, you know? Yeah. So. And, and talking this out made me realize like Rogan's clean, made the comedy store way cleaner, cleaner, better, improved. It's like student. So yeah. when people hate on Rogan, I'm like, what are you going to get Rogan for? Like, what? Yeah. You don't like well, laughing at Joey's joke, but I don't know. I mean, if I, you, you, it's, you have the choice like, in that situation of like, hey, that's wrong. I mean, which Eddie Ift kind of did when Brad Williams said that he snuck into a woman's room and all that shit about Mencia. Um, but but uh, yeah, so so I don't know. I don't Joe isn't. I don't think Joe's at fault. And also to the to the other point of of you know who affects the culture? The person who kills the most. And the person who brings in the biggest crowd. So and that in this case, in the cl- case of the club, was Rogan and Chris. Dalia. Right. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Like Ali doesn't advertise. Whitney didn't bring in as many people as Joe and Chris. Um, who used to kill? Cry, Bert Kreischer, um, Bert and Tom bring people in. Um, but you know, I don't. I, that's the cult. The culture is the audience. The so if people want to make it more like Largo, it's like Largo crowd wouldn't like the comedy store audience uh, comedians, and and the and and the and the Largo comedians wouldn't do well with the comedy store. I mean, a few but do, it's also like Kroll like, and Melania yeah. and a pun. And, uh, but I shouldn't say a few. Actually, a lot do, but yeah. Caparulo used to kill. It was like the vibe different back when he was like, you know, doing like. But Caparulo's like, so broad and was like on Chelsea lately. Right. right. So it wasn't. I'm just saying, like, does it matter? Does it matter the particular comedian? Or is the vibe kind of similar? Like, I think that he brought in more of a Chelsea audience. I think back then it was more of a Chelsea audience. Okay. Whatever that means, you know. Um right. so I I just it's really it's not as easy as uh change the culture. Okay, how? 
Like how, how tell me how have more female comedians on. Okay. But what if they, what if even if not female, if it's have more blank comedians on, right? Okay. But what if they don't do well? Then what? Right. I'm not saying women in particular. I'm just saying if any group, what if they don't do as well as the people we use that the audiences? I mean, it's not like people that kill at the, at the store don't kill anywhere else. They kill pretty much everywhere. Right. So I don't, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, you know how you can change the culture? Stop serving alcohol. <laughs> that's about the, I know that's what I mean. Laugh, now, I'm, laugh now, I'm riot. Taking, now I'm talking out. Now, now we're going to have to cut this out of the podcast because uh, I'm taking money out of your pocket. Um, Amen. <laughs> uh, no, but honestly, like alcohol's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. If we're talking about in the context of Delia, he doesn't smoke or drink. Yeah. No, I know. There's no way to pinpoint. Take away this, and then the this is there. It's like half the people are sober. Yeah. So I don't no, know. I, I'm, I'm not. But I'm talking about. I mean, it, it, comedy is about transgression. It's about uh, benign violation. That's what Peter McGraw, buddy of mine. Uh, uh, defines comedy, which is about as good a definition as you're going to hear. So, violations yeah. that are benign and acceptable, and fun, and surprising. But the and this is a thing that I spoke to a female comic about. I have a joke with she. She was saying like, people say shit there that's fucking disgusting, and I was like, yes. But the problem is, I go, do you remember when I said to you, and this is a woman that I've known forever and never had sex with. I go, do you remember when I said to you? I think I would understand your vagina. <laughs> and uh, it's like an ongoing joke with us. Like, it, I go, you probably never had something less sexual said to you in your entire life than I think right. I would understand your vagina. That's because, and she's like, well, that's a case of like, it's a, it's a, you, you, a perfect throw. You know what I mean? Like, I like hit the bullseye. I'm like, but other guys don't know what the bullseye is. So it's you're taking this gray area of like what's a transgression, what's too far, and you're adding drugs and alcohol. So mm. it just create I don't know. So it just creates a how do you change that culture? The reason the the laugh factory and the comedy and the improv aren't like that is because they only have they're smaller and they they're sort of just corporate. Yeah. And they, they just, it's like, they're just corporate. There's not a bunch of bars. There's not a bunch of people that have been in a long time. There's no, there's no vibration to it. Also is the other thing. It's like, there's no vibe. It's a one last thing about all this stuff, which is, is it up to, if you're a famous guy, is it up to you to parse out why a woman wants to sleep with you? And reject her. It's that thing of like the power imbalance thing. How you feel, man? And, and and because a lot of what's attractive about a guy is the the power he has, it, a particular guy, you know. So is it up to me as a attractive guy to some people? Do I then need to go? Are you you fucking me for the right reason? Are you? Because if it's because then she could say, I only fuck you because there was a power imbalance. And I'm like, I didn't know that you thought I was powerful. Right. In terms of power imbalance, it's, this is the, here's the extent of my power. 
I uh, I woke up and uh, I meditated, and then I tried to start the podcast at noon. Didn't get off. Technical issues. Then I had a conference call for twenty minutes at two thirty. Then we started this at three. I've been pantsless, and you know what I mean. Like I just been like, it's not. I'm not a. I I guess I I if someone thinks I'm powerful, I have nothing to do with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't fucking know what you think. But I truly don't know. I'm not walking around like yes and all of this. These are my grounds and. But you also you already covered that before while saying like you're not going to make the first move. You're yeah. going to make sure like I'm going to kiss you're going to take the romance out of it. So you I yeah. feel like you solved that one. No, but I'm saying about like a guy like Dalia. If a 21-year-old wants to fuck Dalia is the is the onus on him to uh, parse out why you can fuck someone for the wrong reasons you just when you say like uh like abuse of power i just felt like i had to fuck him that's the problem yeah. but who cares that's if what it- i mean well that's what i mean like as a guy how can a guy uh play defense against that if a legal aged woman wants to fuck you and actively wants to fuck you fuck the shit <laughs> if it's dicey. <laughs> Looks dicey. Or she's like being but coy, the, not being. What's the problem? What's the problem? The problem is if it's dice, I don't. Guys don't can't discern women's emotions. If you wait till she makes it clear, she's the pursuer of it. She's the captain. She's at the helm. What's the problem? I mean, again, I I don't have a problem. I guess I would just say what should other people what should other men do how do they how do you mitigate against the idea of and what you're saying is do what you do neil which is take the romance out of it which i'm happy to espouse something's got to give yeah you know do you want to be 100 percent sure that you're not gonna get into some hot water or do you want a little bit of romance like we've covered here i like the romance i'll never tell but um no, it just, I mean, something's got to give. If I'm the one with a career to lose and reputation to lose and money to lose, I want it to be clear. I don't want any funny business. Yeah. So I understand why you take the romance out of it. Yeah, I mean, and I've thought about the, I've literally thought about putting a camera in my bedroom. And not for, right, but not for, not for, I don't want to watch it. Just for like, hey, Russia when they put dash cams on all their cars yeah for insurance yeah yeah that's the thing is like but then I'm a pig I don't know like it's just as a guy you're like okay I'm okay I got it I got it okay all right okay the woman owns the camera but to fuck her if to do it she's like you got to set up your camera and she owns it she it's all her so she could delete it afterwards if it's like, all right. Right. She can good. delete it. She can delete it and press charges. Like, that's the thing. It doesn't. If I protect myself, uh, then I'm a pig. Right. Um, and like, that's the that's why everyone thinks it's as simple as a uh, slogan. Like, believe all when it's like, no, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. And I don't again, if it, 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 even if you say that 
I don't believe that even 1% of women lie about uh, rape accusations, but that's still, you're going to still, that's still some women lying about it. And that's still some men being accused of a thing that they didn't do or a thing that was in a gray area. And it's like, they're not a mm. malevolent person, you know? So yeah. So can't wait till this is uh cut up to say, uh, don't believe all women. Cannot wait. Don't can't. Believe. Neil Brennan, oh. Neil Brennan. Yeah. If you listen, I listen weekly and the amount of disappointment I felt, we're, all right, should feel? we get to letters or you want to talk about Beethoven being <laughs> black? Um, we can. Well, what how what are we at right now? I feel like we've been One, over an, an hour, hour and a half. half. Yeah. Oh, I want to before we get to letters, I want to shine a light on something Bianca said. Guys, you know, this sh- uh, when you're doing live podcasting, there's something it's what they call what our friend Blake called Bianca's fantasy boyfriend, uh, spank bank fantasy boyfriend, Blake Griffin calls. And all the guys in the NBA call a bang bang play. Uh, it's a fast moving play that just happens quickly. Um, and last week, Bianca said um, we were talking about Jerusalem being actually not the real Jerusalem. It's a refurbished. And Bianca said Jerusalem is shabby chic. And I didn't give that the attention it deserved because it's a <laughs> okay. nice metaphor and it's a good joke. And I just wanted to give Bianca her flowers. Um, Bianca, take your flowers, Bianca. <laughs> and if somebody wants to make a song for Bianca, smell your flowers, I would enjoy it. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Will, play that motherfucking email song. You've got mail. This is just a simple letter that says, can Binky start selling some signed photos of herself, please? Now, listen, while we're on the subject, I have a good idea for I have a good idea for shirts. What is it? Gems 2020 for the election, but it's my titties too. That's hilarious. I know, but it's a boob joke. I, you can't. We can't be known as a boob podcast. This is what it's what they're going after the know, culture but- of the comedy. Why are you bringing the comedy, the culture of the comedy store onto our podcast? Where we have New Yorker readers, Bianca. We have high minded. Okay. Bianca, we have high minded. We have producer, music producers. It's good. Such as Danger Mouse. We have television producers such as Andy Lassner. We have comedy writers, Danielle Henderson. We have a lot of upscale listeners, and you're trying to bring bring it down. 
and I won't allow it. Now, if you want to run a run a a a, a autograph biz? factory out of your Venmo, I'm not going to stop you. Um, what's your Venmo again? Uh, my my Instagram I I F U X W O T the money the money thing. What's the money thing? People will send you money. Venmo is through your Instagram. It is. It's your Instagram name. It's not minor different, but okay. Oh my! You could do both. You can find okay. them by your number, email, right. Instagram okay. name. So it's I I F U X W I T Bianca. I fuck or with Bianca. Bianca. Sia. There was a, a the re, I'm. I'll tell you why I'm gun shy because the New York Times Elvis Mitchell did a review of Chappelle show and mentioned. Dave's obsession with boobs because we done like two boob sketches like in the first six episodes, and uh, and then he tried to put it on me. I was like, I when I pitched you the sketch, I said we shouldn't do this, you motherfucker. Um, it's bringing up a lot of oh, if it's hysterical, it's historical. Neil Brennan's old man phrases. It's hysterical, it's historical. Neil Brennan's twelve step old man phrases. Next letter, Will. You've got mail. So, my friends with benefits is also my neighbor and Corona partner. We are both not in love with each other, but we are partners in taking care of our respective children and gardening and household cooking. Everyone thinks we're a couple. What do you think uh, about teaming up during a pandemic just because it's selfish for your family? Um, Just because it's selfish for your family. Uh, We enjoy each other's companies, but would not have gotten this intertwined without the pandemic. Um... I'm not mad at that. I mm. hope I yeah. I I believe the way a friend of mine thought that it would the quarantine would lessen cancel culture. I believe that this will lessen. Um, uh, I just think it'll change relationship dynamics. I think pe- more people are realizing that they're okay by themselves than than they are, and I think it was a habit that people just had never broken. What do you think? I think when people feel unsafe, they go to the quickest thing to make them feel safe. And I think a lot of people felt unsafe in the quarantine. So if you need like a fuck buddy, Corona partner to make it through, that's fine. I worry about her. It seems like he's a guy. I think he was when I read it. I just cut the name off. But but I worry that, I mean, the problem is (laughs) a buddy of mine one time was married to a... uh, Oh, I, this this guy's married to Chrissy Turlington, right? And his brother is married to his her sister. So his brother married another Turlington. So it's two guys from one family. Two guys, it's Ed Burns, the filmmaker, and his brother married Chrissy Turlington and her sister. Uh, and I was like, oh have you you guys know that if one of you gets divorced, you're both getting divorced, right? Like, you can't get out of this. Like, there's no way around this. Um, so, so yeah, like, so, so he's, you're stuck in the, you gotta, you gotta have an exit strategy. And I don't know if you're gonna be able to get out of this, sir. Goodbye. Binks, you want at this one? You've got mail. You want Dear Binky and Slinky? <laughs> dear Binky and Slinky, my wife got upset when she saw that one of her white friends listened. No, listed address on <laughs> listed address on eBay when she promoted it on her social media. But that a percentage in quotes of the proceeds will go to BLM. 
Is it exploiting Black Lives Matter to donate a percentage of your sales to BLM? If you do, does it have to be 100% of the proceeds promoted as such? Should she just have not donated anything? Thanks. Semi-confused white guy with a fiery Filipino wife. You know what's funny? I fucking hate when people do that. And that's totally fine if they want to donate percentage. Fine. But when you go, when you do a deeper dive, a lot of the times it's a small. It's after taxes. It's small percentage. It's after. It's, it's, there's a lot of fine print. There's a thing in, in, I believe, in Judaism where they say, like, if you talk about a mitzvah, they call it, um, it like you're invalidating it. So just do it. I don't you don't need to fucking promote it. Just do that. Just give to charity. And this is coming from the guy who said, if you can prove that Chris D'Elia assaulted you, I will give money. But only then, by the <laughs> way, I was given them. I was going to give the money up whether I got it or not. I was just making a I was trying to incentivize people to come forward. Um, so <laughs> thank you, Bianca. Thank you. Sl- thanks. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> but you know what it is, too? People are also, I mean. Everyone, if you have your own business, chances are you need all the fucking money you can get. So when people are like, a donate a percent. I just like, hey, or maybe this dress all the proceeds go towards. This one thing will go towards a. Um, but a percentage of sales seems like you really want the photo op but you're not really putting but what up if, too but, much but you're still getting a photo op with one thing if it's one item don't need a hundred well if you don't need a hundred percent i mean proceeds. it's all gonna end up being the same i don't you know what i mean like i i just think if you're gonna give to charity give to charity that i'm yeah. of two minds about this because whenever people promote that they gave to charity i think it's gauche and and whatever but Statistically speaking, if people see that you gave to charity, they're more likely to give to charity. So right, I so. don't. So you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm one of the few people who can give to charity and have have people still hate them. Um. Now <laughs> goodbye. Now uh, I, that's what's great about me. <laughs> I talk about threading the needle. You've got R S T N E A L and Binky R S T N Neil. I like that R S T N L. Yeah, RSTN Neil. Oh, by the way, really quick, I've been hit up a few times about people asking us no, where I know. is that from? Where is what? Where is RSTNLE from? Oh, it's I get it all the time too. It's from Wheel of Fortune when they do the final puzzle, they just say RSTNLE first to get it out of the way, which is on the show that's instead of saying Love the podcast. Love Chappelle show. Love three mics. Love the champs. You just say RSTNLA, and it and we it lets you know. And also on the street, people have yelled at me on the street now. Um, so that's pretty great. Which is all you want. That should be again. That should be the only t. The only t shirt should just be RSTNLA on the. That's a good t shirt. But I'm gonna come back you know, with some designs. But again, not a boob joke. The inside joke. It's not and a boob people joke. People go, "What is it?" And then you go, "Here's what it is," and you still have your dignity. Okay. Not a doc. We're not objectifying women, even though it's pro women and we're pro sex. We're love. We're sex positive, except sometimes. You've got me. Um, not a doc. Watch more of a doc. Read. Wondering if you two have read Confessions of a Former Bastard Cop essay that got posted on Medium at the beginning of June. It's basically the argument for abolishing police. 
We did. I believe we talked about it, right? We talked. Okay. Yeah. It's just not, they're just not good. They're just not good. I mean, the guys that this guy talked about are not good. They're not good. Um, yeah. They're not all bad, but they're, a lot of them are not good. Um, and they are right. nothing it's the, like comedians. Talk about a culture. Talk about a culture of a workplace. Yeah. The culture of the workplace is fucked. Yes, and but the and part of the reason it's fucked is because they're trained. It's in tra- there's no boot camp for comedians. Do you know what I mean? Like they the guy said it starts at training. It starts at training. They have symposiums where they're like that murder guy that they showed on uh on Oliver where it's like you got to know whether you can murder or not. Are you a murderer? Right. You got to love murder. Like the, it's that's a real culture based on uh you know, dominance and masculinity and uh, seeing everyone as a criminal. Like, I, did you see the stat this week? 95% no. of police calls in, I don't remember, I think it's San Francisco, are like mental health. Che- they're, they have nothing to do with Yeah, that's San Francisco. Danger. Right, but that's a lot of places. San Francisco, I thought it would be way high. San Francisco's not a, I mean, obviously there's a ton of public health problems, but I'm saying like, what what's the highest it could be in a in a city so then distribute the fucking cops that way if it's 50% sort of welfare then get welfare institutions uh uh um plump them up plump them that's the word that came up plump plump the welfare um Run for governor so we by the way i just realized as i said plump the welfare that we do not have a title for this episode and that's uh, I'm I'm scared to my core. I'm I don't know if plump the welfare is good because it's got nothing to do with the Leo. Um, Goodbye. So uh, so who knows? Um, hey, you've got mail. All right, this is interesting. Hey guys, I'm the white adoptive father of a beautiful brown skinned boy. My son is a toddler, so I haven't been able to participate in any of the protests. However, I have been very active on social media. I keep asking my quote friends to help speak out against racism. I've written posts sharing our stories of racist encounters. A lot of them have, have, but still others are silent. Some of them are individuals that I've known for years. They are people who supported my family through our adoption process. Now I wonder if they only supported us because we were, quote, saving him. I'm not sure how to proceed. Should I just accept that they are not the people that I thought they were? Can, I be, can you be a good person who is just too afraid to speak up? I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, you got it. I have some thoughts. You, you got some thoughts. So I think the problem is that it's not surprising that he's disappointed by, by his, his white, white friends, friends because black lives matter. And this movement is very hard for some white people to digest. And they're not just saying black lives matter. They're supporting defund the police and everything's like rigged against black people. And racism is a way bigger problem than anybody wants to admit. And I feel like a lot of white people are uncomfortable saying that. I feel like a lot more coming to terms with it, but I think a lot are really uncomfortable saying all of that. You know, so I'm, I think he should just prepare to be disappointed. I mean, it's, it's, it's a kind of moral clarity. What, I think that I don't I think that the automatic assumption that people 
if people are not posting on social media, that means they don't support something is wrong. Meaning right. like Donnell, the reason Donnell called me before I made my 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 world famous videos because and said you're not doing enough. I was like, but I hire black people and only work with black. Like I what are you talking about? And it's like that's not enough. And and then I said, like, but all my followers are liberal. Like I'm not converting anyone. Um right. no, son, you gotta so it, it comes down to your own I think it's more important to support you when you're adopting a black baby than it is to post on social media. Right. I don't, you know, if they went black, then they're not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Black but- baby. Um, but, I, but I don't, but posting on social media, I, we don't know if it works or not. You know, th- th- that's, that shit is vitamins. I don't know. The science is right. out on whether social media is actually helpful for, 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 for change. And also, I don't like being told what to post. I do, though, have taken, I have taken note at the people who aren't posting anything, and I'm making my own, you know, make your own decisions from that, but I think getting upset because people aren't posting in favor of Black Lives Matter in your friend circle is just going to be a slippery slope. To get your feelings hurt, you know? Yeah, I don't, yeah. But I don't see why you would make a note of who's not posting Black Lives Matter. If they post all lives matter, that's noteworthy to me. But if they're just like, I don't know. I don't think it's male- I just don't automatically think it's malevolent. I just go, oh, they sure. like uh, plenty of women haven't posted about Dalia. I don't think that they like it. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't go like, well, then they support it. I don't know. They just probably are either think it should be obvious it's like Dave won't say Black Lives Matter. Does he seem anti-black? No, but I think with the Black Lives Matter movement, there is this element of white silence. White silence has been a problem. Is complicity. You know, so now and again, it's- this is the thing that you were assailing me for earlier. If I don't say anything about Delia or it's, yeah, so it's like you know, silence is, is complicity. I don't fucking know. Everyone's got different rules for different situations and that's and and i think we everyone agrees that we don't know if social media actually is effective and um and and i think that people just don't even think to do that's not their first unless you're like you know heavily into social media it's not your first instinct like i have to type i have to type into a (laughs) gaping hole of existence goodbye um, You've got mail. All right. Neil, avid listener of the pod. Your discussion on reparations was interesting, to say the least, and appreciate your effort. Um, I should say av- avid listener for your pod with to your pod with Binky, but I, I omitted that because I don't see this as my pod with Binky. I see it as our pod. It's called being a um, real ally, guys. Now, will I post about that? Pod. No. I'd rather just give her the fucking money for the podcast Slice I'd rather just it out. give her the money and then and fucking and not say whatever. Fuck you guys. This podcast is over. Um, your discussion on reparations was interesting to say the least and appreciate the effort. What is not taken into account is that with all the hurdles placed in the path of black Americans way, we have both we have made it 
We have made it competitive despite the judicial, financial, social head start uh, by whites. Don't you think? That frightens the hierarchy. Uh, so reparations can't be measured in money or even tax breaks. Again, I'm a Neil Stan. <laughs> Uh, I normally clap on the jealous comedians on Twitter on your behalf. They don't get my, they don't get as they don't. I won't let them near me. I recognize your talent, as do many in the black community, but it's quite insulting not to have one of your black American friends in on this topic. Binky is nice, and you definitely bring the aware white guy perspective. I'm nice. We are not a charity case. No other group could produce the greatness and perseverance in a country that is downright hateful yet enamored with us simultaneously. You need a black American view on this, uh, please. One of your friends. Uh, love Binky, but she lacks the depth uh, due to the due to being she is not Black American only reason, and it hurts that you don't see that. P.S. Don't get Donnell. Ha <laughs> 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 I mean, he's wrong because then it, wrong. again, it's like Donnell's Fuck not off. the right one, and Donnell. It's like who does? I don't. I. This is what I was saying last week. My t- stance on. Black people could be look could be viewed as me feeling that black people are pitiable and charity cases. It's just unfair, and I'm trying to make it more fair where I can. Uh, and of course, it's amazing. Yeah, he's black. Um, and of this course, it's amazing that oh. that what black people have been able to do. And that's Will Smith said that in an interview one time. Like, at the Africans especially look at black Americans like, how the fuck did you do that? Which is great, but it's it's imagine what you could do without. A, a, that's the 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 trap is that I'm being condescending to black people, but it's more like, uh, I, I how do you go about helping a group and not seem like you? It's charity. Do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it is, but I understand the appearance, and I don't see how you get rid of that. Well, also, what I take issue with is the fact that how because my family background is from a is not African American. I mean, it's I it's not that far off. And I wasn't born there. I was born here. I'm people don't. It's not like I'm um, spared from certain experiences because you know someone doesn't check my twenty three and me before. You know, I experience before they something. touch your so, hair, yeah. Before they touch my hair, and say so yeah. it's not yeah. nappy, which is someone yeah. something yeah. that someone has said multiple times. Or you're taking that, me out. You're taking and, me out of context. I'm kidding. Um, right. <laughs> uh, and yeah. to discount my experience in this country because my 23 and me says that I'm like a thousand miles south of here, or a little bit less. Like something about it is very and. Happy he's an avid listener. He wasn't trying to insult me on my intelligence, just simply that I'm not a black American. And I totally understand where he's coming from, but I think he's wrong in speaking on behalf of, you know, the 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 ability for me to to understand and be a measurement and a voice to black women in this country who do experience racism and sexism and all the things. I think I'm perfectly fine voice and he doesn't like it doesn't like it. i mean you know it is what it is but, but i think he's dead wrong and yeah, it's super yeah. dismissive in the name of trying to be representative he is completely dismissing 
all of my experiences. I don't share all of my experiences on the podcast. You know, some things are just... And that's just... a huge problem for me. I wish you'd open up. Um... <laughs> anyway, some things are just your... You know, these are just like boulders in my... Here at this point. I don't need to prove it to you every single time, but I certainly am not going to... A man who wants to tell me I'm not black enough to right. have an opinion I mean, on this that's, conversation. I you know? believe the term for this is okay. colorism. Uh, and um, in... Of course, I, oh, I, he's I, not no, dark-skinned enough. Yes, she's too light but it's the, it's the observation that a friend of mine made. Um, I'm, I'm making a concerted effort, again, not to say who or whatever. Um, uh, that a friend of mine made uh, that uh, Obama isn't he wasn't born it's his dad was african and his mom yeah. was white that's a different experience than black parents descendants of slaves this guy's mad that you're not descendant of american slaves right that's i'm still the, descendant of the, slaves you no know, i know then that's the that's the that's the rub is like you're not a descendant of slaves, so you don't know the exact experience. But it, but obviously the pitfall there is like, well, that's not a monolithic experience because of skin color or because of because of lineage. And uh, I mean, I had a guy one time that girl that I sent you a picture of, uh, Samira, my my ex girlfriend who I dated, who said like she's Trinidadian and um, Middle Eastern, right? And somebody said she's not and she was she grew up in montreal and they were like she's not really black I'm like okay i you know what i mean like i get it. i don't but, know what the what's the true black experience like you have to have done time and you gotta you have to be chased from school and you have to it's like i don't what's and you had to sling rocks for six months and then you like what's the and you gotta be dark rocks. you have to be you have to identify with uh, fucking Wesley Snipe. You're not light skin, and you're. It's like all of these fucking caveats that are just Dude. impossible for act. Like who is actually black? And of course, I can't get involved. Right, but for me, it's like I've spent my whole life being told I'm not black enough. I'm whitewash. Um, I'm. You know, it, I fucking fuck off, everyone. Jesus Christ. I've, I've spent my whole life being told um, what, you know, I spent my whole life seeing a mirror of like what my blackness is to other people. And there's plenty of people who like their family's Jamaican, Trini, all yeah. over the place. And no one's going to be like, you're not a real black, you know, yeah. let's yeah. hear from a real black. It's like, it's gross to do that because then it's like, okay, you're black. Oh, well, you had your dad growing up in your house. You're not real black. You're light skin. You yeah, had it easier. Yeah. You know, it ends up being a much grosser conversation than than I think he intends it to be. No, I know. Because if you start in, if you interrogate what is real black, it gets yeah. into awful white stereotypes about black people. And you end up just sounding white. Like the thing we don't like about the system. You end up just kind of perpetuating it onto me. And yeah. So, bless, thank you for listening, but I think he has huge, you know, huge holes in his argument about. But, I mean, all yeah, of Yeah, but I don't, I, Ex he, maybe I don't except, think he, I, except Donnell. Maybe he'll think differently. <laughs>
We're educating him. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. You guys talked in the podcast uh, about cops being able to fall back on the I was scared defense. While I agree with your thoughts on the subject, the U.S. is fucking scary about guns. I'm from Australia where we had a mass shooting in the 90s after which they uh, all long guns and handguns were banned. I can imagine that as a cop in the U.S., knowing that anyone you pull over can be armed is t- a terrifying thought. And add racist cops and shitty training into the mix. And you end up with a lot of black people killed senselessly. Here's my hypothetical question. Do you think that black people would be treated more fairly by police if neither the U.S. population nor the police had guns? At least in this scenario, uh, the I was scared argument seems pretty weak of police. Uh, Obviously, there are still racist systems in place, but at least black people aren't being shot. It seems like shooting is low-hanging fruit for the I was scared situations. I know there are thousands of moving pieces to police uh, vis-a-vis racism but interested to hear your thoughts on this one i mean i Hmm. i I, they would racism always finds a way man it just always they would just because there's plenty of i don't think statistically cops i know the cops have to legally approach cars like or not legally but they have to approach every situation like uh there's potential for violence is with pullovers with pulling people over but i don't think that it's it's in that bastard cop article that they showed a lot of videos of cops pulling people over and the people killing them with guns and yeah and so it just that's in the first week so that's what you think being a cop is so every time you pull up someone over you go it's like that video <laughs> um <laughs> if you only watch porn in the like, that's what you think, sex is. Sex is, yeah. Um, so then you're very disappointed. So I don't. I think that racism would find a way, and I think that the amount of people that have guns in traffic stops has got to be so small. Um, and and the and pulling it on a cop like that only happens in movies, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it never happens in person, but the amount of cops that are killed on the job is uh during it's it i had it at 100 trayvon looked it up and it's more like 55 a year um mm. the rest of them are like run over or like they uh, right. fucking they some other shit happens like they're not run over maliciously they just died on no the especially because the problem isn't guns you know that's just a symptom of it. Also, the gun guns in this country, is, it's such a bigger issue than like, well, if police didn't have them, you know? Yeah. But if you eliminated all guns, like you said, racism would find its way somewhere. Yeah, they because would there's, just... There's, there's, this is one of the few countries where you can have guns and there's still racism and... Equality and unfairness in plenty of cities where the cops are at, fairly unarmed and so are the citizens. Yeah, they would just become. I he was reaching for an axe, so I had to hit him with my axe, and just be like, okay, uh, like my it would just like my police knife. He went for my police knife, so I had to slit his throat. Like, okay. Um, there's also that history of drugs thing where they when they gave cocaine to black dock workers who may have been slaves, it made the slaves berserk. And then they had needed mm. higher caliber guns to kill them because they were so cocaine crazed up. So again, it's just racism finding a way. It's just like, oh, okay, we'll find yeah. a, we'll just shift it. Goodbye. Hi, this is an interesting one. 
Um, okay. You've got mail. Hi, Nebi. That's a combination of Neil and Bianca. <laughs> Visualize, if you will, what if Neil was female? How do you think people's reactions to his personality would different? First of all, you know I'd be sexy as fuck. Uh, would would he be as successful, respected by peers and paupers alike? Because I got to tell you, as a female with a lifetime subscription to the Neil Brennan lifestyle, my values and personality have not gotten me the respect and success I deserve in my career. As a lady Neil... <laughs> Um, uh, I do, I don't use my sexual <laughs> sexuality, dumb myself down, play the victim or engage in gossip. Like I see many of my female counterparts doing as a result, I am not particularly accepted by female coworkers or ideally considered by male employers. Also, I will be 41 soon. And I worry the workplace will increasingly devalue as society directs. I like who I am. I'm friendly and kind, but I don't coddle or cajole anyone i think she's misusing cajole which lady neil would never do a uh, true lady neil would never do and i come to work to w-r-o-k work um my clients love me and the relationships i build with them are directly tied to my company's revenue it is really infuriating that this is not the most important thing to employees considering me for pay raises promotions or just around all around professional respect so what's a lady neil to do how do i get respect how do I move up in the world with the body and voice of a middle-aged white lady and the personality and soul of Neil Brennan? Am I just fucked if I don't fake who I am? What neekers and what neekers freakers and binklies, wrinklies, winklies? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of that's I'll a lot I'll of tell letter. You. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you would be. Far, far less likable if you're a woman you can pull off your personality in a guy it's not like we kind of expect like it's in the realm of possibilities right you as a guy no nonsense very rational analytical intellectual blah blah blah, blah, blah. yeah kind of stick to your like weird rules mm-hmm. um, i call them ethics i call them ethics but yes i call them morality and ethics but go ahead uh-huh. I call them weird rules. Uh, like random in the name of rules. fairness. Uh-huh. Um so that kind of hardline approach to your worldview, I think we respect in a man and in a woman. So it's just harder to digest. She's cold, she's yeah. maybe bitchy. She's like ice queen. Um you know all these stereotypes so because we want women to be a little softer a little more nurturing nicer blah 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 like more empathy and so i just think she would not be nearly as successful or likable as you because people kind of accept you even though you're a bit of a quarantine dude you're still you know people still are like i fucking like neil yeah you know i like him whereas a girl it's it's a not as palpable it's not as like it's like she's like cold yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I agree with you on the one hand. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, when I think of like what would I be like as a woman, it would probably be like Schumer or Wolf. Um, Like Wolf, whenever Wolf's on The Daily Show and they're like, you guys are brother and sister. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but cool. Uh, like neither <laughs> of us know what the fuck but anyone's cool. talking about. Um, right. In terms of man, man, Neil isn't that successful. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, man, Neil's no, no. fucking successful. Man, Neil's successful as a uh, comedy writer, but 
But Man Neil's not successful as like uh, as comedian. Like if I look like Bert and had Bert's personality and my jokes, I'd be as successful as Bert or 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 Segura. If I was like more visibly lovable, I'd be fucking Segura's hot. Segura's so hot now. Segura's hot now because of because he lost weight and he's got beautiful eyes. I Tom's but got I, beautiful eyes, and you could tell him I said that. Um, um, I do think so. You, you think if you so as a man, the less attractive you are, the more. I think it plays a part. I think I come off as jagged and grouchy, and if I had the same thoughts and um, and work ethic and output, and I was better looking, be fucking way better. I I'd be Delia if not for this face. I'd be the one getting canceled, but uh, I'd be the toast of the town like Delia's been for the last 10 years. I Again, I'm not saying like, I'm as funny as him. It's just like, it helps. That's the thing people don't realize is like, Dave looks like something. Dave isn't like good looking, but Dave's not ugly and he looks right. like a character of Dave. He's handsome. Yeah, yeah Dave can yeah. be handsome. Chris is, Chris cleans, uh, Rock cleans up nicely. Uh, Jesselnik's good looking. Delia's good looking. A lot of comedians yeah. are good looking. People don't realize it. Ron White's kind of good looking. Jeff Foxworthy's kind of good looking. None of them are ugly. You can't be ugly. You're not ugly. I know I'm not ugly, but I'm saying I'm not as. If you're saying the if I was a woman, I think you can do well as a woman with my engine, um, especially now. I think. I mean, or or I think Phyllis Diller was like a fucking pain in the ass and Joan Rivers is a pain in the ass and they did great so well think, as a woman I feel like it's better if you don't look that good as a again that's dicey if you look man you if you if if um Halle Berry could write jokes like Chris Rock no one Dude, would care no it, one like, would discount her no really you don't think so it would be, she'd be a fucking, she'd be amazing. No one would discount her. No one would be like, fuck that uh, bitch with that incredible point about bullets and guns and, and words. So what does that mean people. to and what your point I just was. think that like, as much as you said that it being a good looking woman hurts you, I disagree. Cause I think Whitney's good looking. you're saying I think being Allie's a good looking fucking, man helps you. Allie's kind of gorgeous. Um, like. Schumer's good looking. Like, good looking man helps you too. Yeah, uh, Tosh is very good looking. Like, Dalia was very good looking. Uh, Kevin Hart's good looking. Like, all these guys are attractive. The people don't yeah. realize it, but like, they're all very likable and attractive, and that really helps. Whereas I look like, if I don't focus on smiling, I look like I'm nauseous. Goodbye. Next question. No, um, no, can't. I know what you mean, though. I know. Wow. You've got mail. Somebody asked me about Sam Harris, and I'll just say quickly that I think he just cherry picked stats on that podcast. I tried to listen to it. He just had too many stats that were easily debunkable because what he doesn't uh, realize is he he didn't he didn't consider over policing in black neighborhoods and similarity of crime crime stats. Uh, drug use, robbery, all that stuff. And the black-on-black crime is bullshit because everyone does crime on their own race. You just Crime is local. 
So that's my short answer. Uh, here's a racism question. Um, this is very fucking interesting. This will be our last question. You've got Hi, mail. Hi, Bianca and Neil. I'm a Mongolian Swedish woman quarantined with my partner in a white neighborhood, white neighborhood in Georgia since <laughs> Mongolia shut down everything. You know how Mongolia is. Oh. And won't let anybody in. I didn't know that. Um, I, I'm not keeping tabs on Mongolia. And Sweden's gone off the deep end. Anyhow, I'm current neighbors with a white celebrity let's call her dollapine um uh she is super nice to me possibly to prove an anti-racist point since i'm the only person of color here uh, i'm wondering if it's worth leaving a note in her mailbox or inviting myself over to talk to her about the positive impact she could have by using her mostly white platform and her money to do something good maybe this is just crazy talk Maybe growing up in Sweden's maybe too focused on making white people understand. Would love to hear your thoughts. Yanja is how you say her na- is her name. Y a n j a a, and the first say a has the fucking spice over it. Um, I don't think you can tell anybody to do anything. I'm sure Paula Dean realizes she could use her platform. And is actively not doing that, despite a a Mongolian Swedish woman um, trying to stick up for black people. Bianca. Yeah, I mean, I say leave the note, leave the note. But yeah, all right. Why not? I mean, whatever. But because I think she'd she'd regret not doing it. But at the same time, it's like you know. She's not going to use her like you. Also, don't want it to be a hostage situation. Like, That's the apologize this to ma- me. My neighbor left me a script two weeks ago on my door. Oh no! And it's like, dog, fucking Jesus Christ! Like, so now I just have to avoid him. It's like I don't know. I never talked to him. And and so that's the thing of like what Paula Dean knows what's available. I know I can if I need a script, I can find a script. I don't need to. Th- what you're doing is so you're bad. encroaching on my. You're making me less comfortable in my own house because I feel like I'm at any point I can be served with a script, and it's just a shitty place to be. You've convinced me. Don't leave. Don't don't do that in your mailbox. Yes. Um, no. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, no, no. Uh, no. Yes. No, that's fucking weird. No, that's just you saying someone leaving you a script is it's so creepy and weird and just yeah, like, back yeah. off, dude. Well, because it uh, they see me as an opportunity and it's like that's that thing of like I'm not a fucking opportunity, and I'm also not powerful. Do I have a huge reach on social media? Of course I do. I'm kidding. Um, <sighs> so big. Do I have a hit podcast? Uh, with a with a non black person who, uh, if you think I ever would have hired a black <laughs> person out out, out a full black person, <laughs> not um, Donnell. And I said hired, I mean partnered up. All right, let's Bianca. Thank you. We don't have to take this shit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Neil Field. <laughs> I think, okay, if you think, if we're just going to think about it. Neil Field. (laughs) And that's kind of what everyone is doing.